Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Religion and morality are the twin pillars of American government, and that's what makes America great. Today, as we celebrate Independence Day, we're going to be talking about some of the early history that formed the foundation of America. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, I think it's so important as society and the left agenda continues to try to erase our Judeo-Christian values, our history of this great nation, and the freedom that we have that is priceless, it's important to continue to acknowledge the foundation of this country, because we've got to get back to that. Well, I'm holding in my hands right now the New England Primer, and this one is printed in Boston in 1777. Mm. Next to the Bible, the New England Primer was the most important influential book in American education, public and private, and it was continually used in our education system, including public education up through the 1900s going into the 20th century. It is amazing some of the things that are in the New England Primer. So the kindergarten equivalent, you know, the elementary school equivalent children would be taught from the New England Primer, and they learn their ABCs like you and I did, but unlike you and I, they learn different verses or sentences that goes along with each letter. So, for example, for A, they not only learned A, but they also learned in Adam's fall, we send all. For B, the sentence was, heaven defined the Bible mind. For C, Christ crucified for sinners died. For D, the deluge drowned the earth around. And E, Elijah hid by ravens fed. It goes on all the way through the entire alphabet. And there's another way that they learned it as well for each one of the letters. They also have another way, and that is with specific scripture verses affixed to each particular letter of the alphabet. It's amazing what the New England Primer taught our kids. And you have right in front of you, Holly, a lesson for children. This is part of the New England Primer. This is, again, to emphasize, this was taught in both private and public schools. And the reason why the Bible and the New England Primer were the primary textbooks most influential in American education is because the founders said, as George Washington reiterated and others believe, that the twin pillars of America were religion and morality. Mm -hmm. People had to be a moral people, understanding respect and dignity, property rights, the right to life of their fellow citizens in order to be good citizens and protect our freedom. And that morality would come from the teaching of Christianity from religion. So those twin pillars undergird America. Without a moral and religious people, the system would collapse. So what they clearly understood is that the education of our young people was critically important and that they needed to be taught not just to read. And by the way, they were taught to read so that they could read the Bible. Right because the first mandatory education law was actually in Massachusetts 
that was the old deluder Satan Act, and it said that you must have education so that you can read the Bible so that you will not be deluded by Satan. Thus, the reason it was called the old deluder Satan Act. So they were taught to read so they could read the Bible, but they were also taught biblical foundation and biblical principles in the school system. I mean, listen to this lesson that they taught children, the instruction they learned from this New England primer. Pray to God, love God, fear God, serve God, take not God's name in vain, do not swear, do not steal, cheat not in your play, play not with bad boys, <laughs> call no ill names, use no ill words, take no lies, hate lies, speak the truth, spend your time well, love your school, mind your book, strive to learn, be not a dunce. <laughs> and that's cute, but you look at this deep philosophy and biblical values they're teaching their children. It's so much deeper than what we learned as children in see, spot, run, or whatever. And then now you see how they've gone totally on the other spectrum when you're teaching them, pray to God, love God, fear God. I mean, this is unbelievable. And right before that, they have words with one syllable, words with two syllables, mm -hmm. three syllables, four syllables, five syllables, and six syllables. And the six-syllable words include abomination, beneficially, continuation, edification. It's amazing they learned these kinds of phonics with six-syllable words uh, right alongside the lesson for children, pray to God and love God and fear God and serve God. Yeah, that's the effective way to learn is the phonetic spelling of words as, as well as the pronunciation. So right over here, continuing in a few pages more into the New England Primer, they have questions and answers. Uh, who was the first man question? So the class would be asked that, and the answer would be Adam, who was the first woman. The answer would be Eve, who was the first murderer, Cain. Who was the first martyr, Abel. Who was the first translated, Enoch. Who was the oldest man, Methuselah, who built the ark, Noah. Who was the patient man, Job, who was the meekest man, Moses, and it goes on and on. It's amazing mm -hmm. that this would be taught in school, and what a difference it would make to have this taught in school. They have also the Lord's Prayer, the entire Lord's Prayer here, Our Father who art in heaven, the entire prayer is listed here, and right below it, they have the creed. I believe in God the Father, Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge both the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of the saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You know, when it says the Catholic Church, the church at large, not a right. specific denomination. So this was taught. The creed was actually recited and taught in the schools. Mm, think about if we had this today, the difference it would make. You wouldn't have the anger, the confusion that's going on. Certainly it's not going to happen in the public schools, probably not in most of the Christian schools. So it's up to parents. All is not lost. 
but it's up to parents to teach your children these ways of the Lord so that they will have this foundation for their lives. Well, you know, they have 109 questions from what is called the Shorter Catechism. There's a longer version of the Catechism. The Shorter version of the Catechism has 109 questions in here. Mm. And you can really see how advanced uh, they were in their knowledge of the Bible. Here's one question. What is the preface to the Ten Commandments? The answer is the preface to the Ten Commandments is in these words, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of bondage. What doth the preface to the Ten Commandments teach us? Uh, the preface of the Ten Commandments teaches us that because God is the Lord and our God and Redeemer, therefore we are bound to keep all of his commandments. It goes on for 109 different questions and answers. Uh, I have oftentimes uh, challenged uh, people that if they could get 100% on 109 of those questions, I would fly them to Orlando for a vacation. Really? <laughs> I did that. I used to. I stopped doing that because I did that to a group of homeschoolers, and um, I realized that some of them actually knew the answers to the 109 <laughs> questions, and I stopped doing it. Oops. So I never actually had to fly somebody at my cost, all the way to Orlando, Florida for a vacation. But I imagine when they used this in the schools, probably all the different ages had this. Yeah, they had. They all had this. Starting as young as maybe first grade. Yeah, it's amazing. They actually have a story here about a father who actually is just about to be martyred. And it's a true story. And he's writing a letter to his daughter hmm. uh, on the verge of his wow. martyrdom and encouraging her to remain faithful in the Lord. Hmm. That's all part of the New England primer. This is Boston, 1777, the cradle of liberty, the place where we had to litigate to have a Christian flag, where we ultimately won 9-0 to zero against the city of Boston, where they censored Christian viewpoints. This is the old deluder Satan Act, Massachusetts. This is Boston, the New England primer, where the New England primer was distributed and printed. This is the foundation of America, and it is time that we get back to that foundational root. Religion and morality are the twin pillars of America. At this time during the Independence Day celebration, let's continue to reassert those values and commit to advancing those freedoms. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org 